All right, turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9. <laughs> Isaiah chapter 9, we started this uh, before Christmas, and, and uh, I didn't want to leave the last two names off of, of our names of God. I know this is talking about the Messiah, but, but the Messiah uh, is, is the second per- person of the Trinity. And so these names of God, and, and it's, it's an identification of who Jesus is, but also who God is. And so I want us to look at the third name in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, and um, I don't have that that verse up there, so I'll just read it for us, and then we'll go to the next slide. The Bible says, For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. Now, isn't that a great statement for us tonight? Okay? Now, it might not be the government of the United States, and understand that. Alright? We do not live in God's chosen country. Israel is that. We live in a blessed country, but we do not live in God's chosen country. Israel is that. Okay? I don't think Michael believes me. (laughs) He's trying to learn more. Listen, Listen to me. Listen to me. I know that God has blessed the United States of America more than any other country in the world except for Israel. But God has ordained Israel to be His country. And He made a covenant with them in the book of Genesis and that covenant has never been broken. and never will be. And so we have to remember that. And, and I... Folks, I love living in the United States. I, I, if I didn't, I would have moved somewhere else. I would have gone to the foreign mission field. All right? I'm not anti-America, I promise. But sometimes our nationalism is, is, is an idol. All right? So the government is going to rest on his shoulders. That is going to be a worldwide government. And that should bring us hope. All right, here we go. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. We've already looked at that. Mighty God. We looked at that back in November, I mean December the 16th. Eternal or everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness. From then on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Now, all right, so so eternal Father, King James says everlasting Father. Now, we're we're going to look at Avi-Ad. Okay, that's the Hebrew name. Avi-Ad. Avi means Father. Ad means eternal and we're going to look at it and in a lot of times uh the way it's printed in in english and in is backwards in hebrew i don't know hebrew 
Uh, but in the in the Hebrew, it's it's it was av, uh, avid odd. All right, odd. It means perpetuity or all continually, eternal, ever, forever, or forevermore. It's used nine times in the New American Standard. It's used more than that in some uh, in King James. Uh, different translations, different different manuscripts. Understand that. Deuteronomy 32 says the the eternal God is a dwelling place. The eternal God is a dwelling place, and underneath are the everlasting arms. The word odd is used twice in the eternal and everlasting. And he drove out the enemy from before you and said destroy Psalm 49 9 that he should live on eternally that he should not undergo decay you know our our physical bodies they decay okay no offense to anybody but your body's decaying now okay All right, no offense to anybody. All right, but but our body is decaying. But but the eternal Father, He never decays. Think about that for a minute. God never ages. Isn't that an awesome thought? How many of you get tired? Okay. Back in, you know, several years ago, I could I could get up at 5 o'clock in the morning and not go to bed until about 12 or 1 and get up at 5 o'clock the, the next day and, and work all day and and just keep going and live on three, four, five hours of sleep every night and never get tired. And now buddy sun goes down my eyes start closing you know I experience fatigue so much now it's unbelievable and and you know I have to set alarm I used to not have to set alarm I have to set alarm it gets worse I, I hear that okay Ronnie you're not that much older than I am so <laughs> I I know you're you're you got a year or two on me. The next verse, Ecclesiastes three eleven says, "He has made everything appropriate in its time. He has also set eternity in their heart. Yet so that man will not find out the work which God has done from the beginning even to the end. He has made us to desire." eternity isn't that an awesome thought he's made us for eternity Ecclesiastes 12 5 says furthermore men are afraid of a high place and terrors on the road anybody afraid of high, high heights climbing high tall ladders or something 
The almond tree blossoms, the grasshopper drags itself along, and the caperberry is ineffective. For man goes to his eternal home while mourners go about in the street. In other words, we die. But whenever we die, we go to an eternal place. That place never ends. Again, this, this is using the, the word. Isaiah 43, 13. Even from eternity I am He. And there is none who can deliver out of my hand I act and, and who can re- reverse it. From the beginning, even before the beginning of time, God, God is. I am, even from eternity, there's no beginning to God. There's no ending to God. I am. Uh, verse, uh, chapter 47, verse 17 of Isaiah says, Israel has been saved by the Lord with an everlasting salvation. You will not be put to shame or humiliated to all eternity. See, there again, there's, there's this statement that I made, that God made a covenant with Israel. He is, they are His chosen nation. He is, they've been saved with an everlasting salvation for all eternity. Alright? And, 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 and I know a lot of people, let me, let me sidestep right here, a lot of people think that the church replaces Israel. I'm not one of those people. Okay, I believe the church is grafted into Israel. I don't believe we replace the nation of Israel. Okay, and uh, Israel still has a major role to play in the kingdom of God. And uh, I don't understand it all, but that's, you know, uh, my responsibility is to teach you what I believe the Bible teaches. All right, uh, Jeremiah chapter 5 verse 22 says, Do not... Do you not fear me, declares the Lord. Do you not tremble tremble in my presence? For I have placed the sand as a boundary for the sea, an eternal decree, so it cannot cross over it. Though the waves toss, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, they cannot cross over it. The sea has a line it will not cross ever, based on God's decree. Now, there are floods, there's tsunami waves, there's, there's all kinds of hurricanes, whatever. But, but it all, have you ever noticed it always goes back to the same place? Have you ever noticed that? It goes back to the same place. Because God set an eternal decree. It's where it's going to be. All right? And there's the same word. All right? It, it's from the beginning. It, and and uh, it's continual. It's forever, all right? So He is the forever Father, all right? Now, the word Father, Avi. There's another word for Father in in the Hebrew. (coughs) This word, Avi, is a personal word that means my Father. You know, uh, we talk about Yahweh or Jehovah being the personal God. Well, Avi, uh, some some people uh, say it's Abi, A-B-I, uh, is the personal father 
So now I know not everybody has, uh, you know, it's it's hard to enter to relate with God as Father because not everybody's had good good Father, and I understand that. But think about the perfect Father, earthly Father, the the one that you think. uh, Now I I I I'm very fortunate. I had a I had a great dad I mean I I could not have had a better dad I don't think uh, now he could he could weld the belt as well as anybody could uh, and his anger could uh, get a hold of him and while he's welding that belt he could uh, allow his anger to overcome and and do some things that he probably shouldn't have done and uh but in 1960 uh late 60s early 70s that wasn't frowned upon so uh it was accepted okay but man he provided he took care he protected he cared he loved he took time. You know, there are so many things about my dad that I, and and now that he's he's gone on to be with heaven, uh, with God or Jesus in heaven, you know. And I start thinking about it. I, I, I'm not idolizing my dad. I know all of the problems that he's had, but I think about how how fortunate I, I've been. And Jesus asked the question, if you as an imperfect father give good gifts to your children, how much more will your perfect father give good gifts? So as you think about your, your, your idea of God being father, or Jesus being father in this situation, Man, multiply it exponentially from the best dad that you could ever experience. And he's personal by this name. Now listen, listen, we, we might be saying, well, this is this is talking about the Messiah. So how how do we uh get eternal father whenever this is God the Son, not God the Father. So here's here's a couple of thoughts with that. Alright? As God the Son, He is the essence of God. He is the completeness of God. Everything Jesus says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Everything that He is, God is. So, so whenever he, he says he's he's the father of, he's he's relating, he's being related to God the Father, because he is the essence of. But he has all the attributes of God, including eternality. The second thing is, this word, this this phrase is being used as an idiom to show the Messiah's relationship to time, not his relationship to the Trinity. 
Okay? It shows his relationship to time, not his relationship to the Trinity. Okay? The Messiah is God the Son, not God the Father. But he is the Father of time. Okay? For instance, my wife teaches physics. Do you know who the father of physics is? Sir Isaac Newton, who created physics. He is the father of physics. He created physics. The father of modern psychology is Sigmund Freud. Now, we don't like Sigmund Freud, but he is the father of modern psychology. All right? Now, people were practicing psychology a long time before Sigmund Freud came along, but he created and he, he designed things about modern psychology that, that has, has created uh, a, a plan. This name of Jesus being the eternal father or everlasting father shows that he created eternity. Okay? Y'all with me? You understand that? Alright? And then, and then uh, finally, uh, this author says that uh, Isaiah might be referring back to the, the promise to David that uh, there would be a foreverness of the kingdom that God promised through his line. Uh, so, and I chose uh, John chapter 1 as, as the, for us to understand Him being the creator of eternity. Look at, look at John chapter 1. It's printed there for you. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God and the Word was God. Now who was the Word? Okay. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him. And apart from Him, nothing came into being that has come into being. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. So, He created, the, in the book of Colossians says that, that everything that has been created was created by Jesus. Now Genesis chapter 1 says, In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. He spoke those things into to existence. But what is the Word of God? Jesus. He is the action of what was spoken. Y'all with me? I, buddy, we're, we're, we got a shovel out tonight, and I understand that. But uh, sometimes I like to teach with shovels and uh, dig a little bit and, and, and get below the surface. But, but hear me, that Jesus is the creator of all things, according to Scripture. And so as that, He is the everlasting or the eternal Father, creator. So how do we pray to Him? How do we address 
in our adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. So, adoration. I praise you as the eternal Father, everlasting Father. You have been from before beginning of time and will be after time ends. As Father, you are compassionate and protective of your children and you provide out of your love. I praise you. You know, I was, I was thinking about that. Before the earth was created, God was. The Bible says that the earth, earth is going to come to a, com, uh, to a conclusion and He's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. Time that we know is going to end. But God is not. We won't either. (laughs) That's a a wonderful thought. We don't end either. We get to continue. So, So we praise Him as the Eternal Father. Our confession. I confess that I have not trusted in your provision and protection. I am guilty of worrying about my own future. As the Eternal Father, my future is in Your hands. And I confess that I need You more than I ever realized. (coughs) Excuse me. Thanksgiving. I thank You for loving me as the perfect Father. Thank You for thinking about me before the foundation of the world. Again, that's a scriptural thought. As you can see from the beginning of creation to the conclusion of of the history of mankind, thank you that you are motivated by the love and the care as my Father. And that you have made me part of your family. Supplication. I ask that you help me to see your loving care in my, in my life. I pray that each day as I live that I am aware of your presence and your sovereignty. Avi Ad. Interesting thoughts. Any questions or comments? Right? Right. 
Ephesians 2 6 is where he got that. Uh huh. Ephesians 2 6. That's all in past tense. You've, you've already been seated in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus. So as you're sitting here tonight, on January the 13th, 2021, you're also seated in heaven with Christ in Him. No, sir. Your spiritual position is already in heaven. You're not going to ask God that question. <laughs> About a million years. Okay, all right. <coughs> I don't think we're going to ask God that question because whenever we get to His presence, we're going to see who He is and how wonderful, you know. But that you you might you might have you might have the gumption to ask that, Ronnie. I, you might. I I don't know. I've never <laughs> right. <laughs> no. You can't get kicked out of heaven. <laughs> can't get kicked out of heaven. Remember, remember the story of Lazarus and the and the and the rich man. Rich man said, "Let him come down," and and they said, "No, he can't leave where he is. Once we get to heaven, we can't leave." Oh my goodness! Okay, let's let's pray. We, I think I've lost control. Don't you think, Luetta? Yeah, I don't blame you. I might not have. All right, let's pray together. Father God, thank you so much. Uh, we praise you and thank you uh, as you are, Aviad, and and our our eternal, everlasting Father. Uh, and, and God, as, as, as I, I taught and as I, we talked, we're, we're playing, but, but God, we know that uh, you are everlasting. And, and uh, you're, you're beyond anything that we could ever imagine. And so, Father, we praise you and we thank you. And, and God, we do confess, I confess, that, that I, I worry, I'm, I'm, I get confused, I, I, I trust in myself and my abilities and my, my own logic whenever you're telling me to trust in you. 
because you care for me as my father. Father, forgive me. And Father, help us to see you, know you, experience you more and more every day. Help us to trust in your care, trust in your provision, your protection, trust in your wisdom in all that takes place. And Father, again, we do pray for our nation tonight. Father, we pray for the churches around our nation, the pastors, as they stand and they, they preach and teach and pray and, and all the things that they're doing. Father, we pray that, that there would be a revival that breaks out, calls us to be more in tune with you, calls us to be more willing to pray out of desperation for you to move in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen.